football hustler back at you here we go the bucket of truth series listen here you beautiful bitch i'm about to fuck you up with some truth hell yeah and i got a soundboard now get ready guys stepping my game up so for my bucket of truth series i'm gonna be breaking down at least the top 12 at every single position so this video is all about the linebackers obviously there will be a part two to this one because we, we gotta break down more on the top 12 for this position that is faux show this list is based off of idp one two three scoring so if you don't know about idp one two three scoring i mean it's it's taken twitter by storm everybody who's kind of in the industry they've got their own little scoring system it's all kind of all over the place like nobody is like linking together and getting on the same page but my man jordan reigns with idp army he, he put something together here and he's really getting behind it. The scoring settings that I've created for all the leagues that I'm in is so, so similar to IDP one, two, three, that I figure that I'm going to just hop on the train and I'm going to be pushing this too. We're going to have a video very soon where Jordan's going to be coming on. We're going to be breaking down IDP one, two, three scoring, kind of everything that it entails, but you're going to see the scoring based on, you know, this video, pay attention. It's pretty much all stats that I'm dropping for you here. Are you ready? Wait, 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 wait. That wasn't good enough. I said, are you ready? Here we go, baby. IDP. If you do not play in an IDP league, you need to play in one this year. What? I said, if you do not play in an IDP league, you need to play in one this year. Okay? If you don't know where to get into one, Go get signed up, fantasyfootballhustler.com. I'm literally starting leagues right now. We are starting dynasty leagues. We've already, we have one that is already drafting and we got a second league that is filling up right now. It's only half full, got 12 people in. If anybody wants to get into a dynasty league, go get signed up, fantasyfootballhustler.com. Go get signed up. You'll get into the hustler gang. I'll show you the bylaws and then you can get in it. Just remember, I told you first, get into an IDP league. And if you don't, that's like the smack down on your candy ass. Don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. All right, guys, let's get into it. Let's kick it. Top linebacker of 2020. None other than Devin White. Just balled out all year. Okay, in IDP 123 scoring, he came down with 357 points. So I know a lot of you guys play in like default scoring leagues on offense. Like, I don't know, that, that just kind of sucks and it's boring anyways, but this is what the top linebacker is scoring in IDP 123. So get on it, guys, get on it. 97 solo tackles, 54% of his points came from the solo tackles, 194 points, nine sacks. He, he was balling, balling on the sacks, 45 assisted tackles. That was huge for his points. We got tackle for loss. We got QB hits. We got passes defended, forced fumbles, and fumble recoveries. If you are listening to this in podcast form, make sure you hop over to YouTube and check it out because i got all the stats on the screen here but i got a bunch of stats I'm not going to read every single stat on every single person just the big ones and we got 100 percent of snaps played in 2020 now 
I don't talk about week 17, so literally everybody in this video I am talking about through week 16 only. I'm sorry if you play in week 17 championships, but get out of that. Just change that league, go to your commissioner, and ask why the hell are we still doing this? Because I will tell you, if that was my commissioner, I would be saying, Who is this Rudy Pooh? I mean, let's keep it real, man. Like, it, it's, it's 2021. <laughs> let's step up our game. All right, so... Here's how consistent he was. Double-digit scoring in 13 of 15 weeks. That is huge. Week 4 versus the Chargers. Week 5 versus Chicago. Only two weeks that he didn't throw up at least 10 points. Ball in. And how about the big play games? 9 out of 15 games he came down with 20-plus points. So Devin White was literally balling the entire season and he had a bunch of games where he was literally making it to where you were probably going to win just because of him his big two weeks on the season week seven 46 points versus las vegas who balled out and then how about week 15 at atlanta 57 points like someone who just carried you throughout the playoffs week 16 plus points weeks 14 through 16 and week 14 was his week game 16 points the other ones i mean week 15 57 points like he literally carried you to a championship by himself if you had him on your team so devin white he's probably not going to be drafted as the linebacker one in your idp league but wherever you get him it is probably going to be a steal because this kid is a young stud this is his second year in the league he's only going to get better last year <laughs> i know a lot of people weren't following me you know preseason last year but devin white he was someone that i had top 10. there's a bunch of people who didn't even have him in the top 10 like at all so i mean that just shows like how much he over exceeded expectations this year Alrighty, Roquan Smith, someone who he kind of fell off last year, and I don't even know what it was, if there was even a reason behind it, but this year, right back to the top. Number two scoring linebacker in IDP 123 with 342 points. He was someone who I had steadily in my top five, like literally everywhere last year in Dynasty and in Redraft. Dude is a baller. And when your offense is just, you know, meh, just mediocre, the linebackers, you know, on those teams, those are the ones who really, who really rise to the top. So Roquan very very young he is going to be a stud for a very long time 98 solo tackles 196 yards 57 percent of his points so i mean that that's why he was mr consistency i mean it's a bunch from solo tackles he did have some big plays a bunch of tackle for losses 18 of them seven passes defended big time uh two interceptions had a forced fumble had a fumble recovery played 98 percent of snaps through week 16 Double-digit scoring in 14 of 15 weeks. The only week he didn't hit double digits was week 12 versus Green Bay. Want to talk about big, big plays? Eight out of 15 weeks, 20-plus points. Balling. And his two big weeks of the year, week 14 versus Houston, 39 points. And then week 16 versus the Jags, 34.6 points. His two big weeks came in week 14 and 16, your fantasy playoffs. Give me a hell yeah! Hell yeah, brother. Our number three linebacker in IDP scoring 315 points. Zach Cunningham. Someone who I was probably lower on than I should have been. He was like right outside of my top 10. I think I might have had him at like 12 or 13. So I mean, barely had him like on the cusp of linebacker one and then just completely balled out. Look at the solo tackles. 106 solo tackles. 
212.67% of his total points came from those solo tackles. And then you mix in his assisted tackles, 58, counting for 18% of his points, like tackling fuel. That is for sure. And I'm going to get a soundbite for that one too. Three sacks seven uh, tackle for losses so i mean he was all over the board had some passes defended qb hits forced fumbles one thing where he was down a little bit compared to some of the top guys is he only played 85 percent of defensive snaps but he did play a lot on special teams he actually played 114 special teams plays so that got him some extra tackles for sure that's why I mean, he's the, he's the highest uh, tackler on this list. He didn't have as many impact plays as the other guys. Now, double-digit scoring, though, 14 out of 15 weeks. you got to love it. Week 9 versus Tennessee, the only week he didn't hit it. And 6 out of 15 games with 20-plus points. Like, you got to love that. He was helping you win weeks on a consistent basis. And you could have matched up Zach Cunningham and Devin White or Roquan because Zach Cunningham was drafted probably after both of those guys. Uh, Roquan, out of these top three, Roquan was drafted the highest, more than likely. So all, all top three guys here, they weren't drafted as top five linebackers. So you got you definitely got your money's worth with the draft price. And the two weeks that he balled out kind of earlier in the season, week two versus Baltimore, 35 points. Week five versus Jacksonville, 28 points. You got to love that. So if you're on YouTube, you can see how all the stats are broken down. And don't forget, we're going to be coming out with the video where we're going to be breaking down literally everything. I'm going to bring my man Jordan from IDP Army over here so he can, you know, we can just go through it together. We can talk about it and why it all came to fruition. Okay, number four in linebacker scoring is my man Blake Martinez, 309 points. And he's someone who I I messed up on. I had him outside of the top 10 as well. So I'm going to have to take this one on the chin. And... So put that in your pipe and smoke it. It, just, it, it is what it is. I should have been higher on him, him and Zach Cunningham. I was a little bit lower than I should have been because the writing's on the wall. He was a stud for so long in Green Bay. He moved over to the Giants. He was a stud. 86 solo tackles, 65 assisted tackles. He was just filling up the stat sheet everywhere. Had an interception, had five pass deflections, had six QB hits, a couple forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. And he was on the field all the time, 98% of snaps in the entire season. 14 out of 15 weeks, double-digit scoring, so super, super consistent. Uh, week 10 versus Philly, that is the only uh, week that he didn't hit double-digit scoring. Had some big-time games. Nine out of his 15 games, he had over 20 points, so you gotta love that. He was helping you win weeks. With IDP 1-2-3 scoring, your defensive players can actually make a difference. I'm not telling you to use standard scoring on offense. I love raising you know, the offensive points a little bit, too, and you can do things like that to make it interesting. But IDP 123 is something that you need to do because guys like Blake Martinez, who are literally dominating on the field, they should be dominating in your fantasy lineups too. Now, he was super consistent, didn't have any super boom games, you know, over 30 points his top two weeks. Week eight versus Washington, 25 points. And then week three versus San Francisco, 24 points. Super, super consistent, um, but didn't top 25 points. All right, TJ Watt, number five linebacker in IDP 123, scoring 360. Six points now if you play on sleeper tj watt is literally a cheat code because you can put him in as a d lineman 
I'm not sponsored by Sleeper, you know, so this video is for literally everybody, not just people who play on Sleeper. So TJ Watt, number five scoring linebacker, pretty sure he was the number one scoring D lineman by a lot if we are playing on Sleeper. So just remember, you play on Sleeper, he is a cheat code. He's different from everybody else on this list because his scoring came from a lot of different places. It wasn't just the solo tackle. So guys like TJ Watt usually aren't consistent with their sack production from year to year. And that is where TJ Watt is a different guy. We just got to remember that. If you could only play him at linebacker though, he's not someone that you should be drafting first overall. Let's just say that because most of his points came off of sacks, 15 sacks, um, 90 points of his came from the sacks, 29%. Had a bunch of solo tackles, 43, um, that ended up being 86 points and 28% of his point of his total points, 23 tackle for losses. So this helped him a bunch, 46 points there, 15% of his total points and 41 QB hits. I mean, huge, uh, that 41 points right there, 13% of his points. I'm going to just read down all of his, cause he actually has like stats that are good percentage of his, his pie, you know, for sure of his pie chart, seven passes defended 21 points, three points points per pass def uh, per passes defended 7% so big big he only played 89% of snaps didn't play week 17 another reason why you shouldn't be playing in week 17 um, so I'm only counting through week 16. So that's a little bit lower than the other guys. So he was just much more efficient and his sacks, his QB hits, his tackle for loss. I mean, it didn't take him getting close to hundred solo tackles to put up these kind of numbers. I mean, he was just making impact plays all the time and super efficient double digit scoring in 12 of 15 weeks now see that's where a little bit of the consistency you know drops off i mean when we're talking about the best of the best i mean literally one two games makes a difference where you're hitting and missing those double digit points so week six versus cleveland week 11 versus jacksonville and then week 14 at buffalo those are the weeks that he did not hit double digits now when it comes to the big big plays he was there though nine out of 15 of his games he hit 20 plus points so i mean he was balling more often than not either way i mean it was just a couple points where he didn't get uh, a couple games where he didn't hit double digits like the other guys who were you know right around 14 out of 15 games of double digit points he made up for it when it counted week 15 and 16 had 20 plus points in each of those games so big time in the fantasy playoffs and how about his two biggest weeks both bigger than blake martinez's um two big weeks who was one player ahead of him uh week 12 versus baltimore 32 points week two versus denver 30 points so huge huge impact player and remember if you are on sleeper he is a cheat code grab him and throw him in the d line he should be dl1 on sleeper everywhere else where you can only play linebacker you know he's gonna gonna be a mid-level linebacker one as far as where he's gonna be drafted because I, I mean he might be drafted at, in the top three i just don't think he will be um anywhere not on sleeper Joe Schobert. All right. So someone who I had right inside the top 12 last season and someone who he moved to Jacksonville and he got dropped in a lot of people's ADPs. Like I, I was kind of the opposite, like, like Blake Martinez and Joe Schobert, they both changed teams. And I was a little bit higher on Joe Schobert because he was going to Jacksonville and Jacksonville, like always has a really dope middle linebacker. Like you can even go back to like Paul Puzlesny days. If you don't know who Paul Puzlesny is, Go check him out. Played on Buffalo, played on Jacksonville, baller. But they've always had like dope middle linebackers. And I was like, damn, Joe Schobert is like the same type of linebacker that has balled out, you know, in this type of system before. And he did. Number six scoring linebacker, 300 points even. 
a bunch of his came from solo tackles. So, you know, we're getting back to the guys who were, uh, who are racking up the solo tackles, 84 solo tackles, 168 points, 56% of his points and 57 assisted tackles. 19% of his points. He had three interceptions. He had two and a half sacks. He had six tackles for loss, four passes defended, six QB hits, two forced fumbles, and he had a big time TD. And Mr. Consistent, he was on the field all the time, played 99% of snaps throughout the season. So you got to love that. Just consistent all around. He, he's still going to be a top linebacker for a handful of years. Double digit scoring. The, the guys who rack up solo tackles, they're just going to be a little bit more consistent than even a guy like TJ Watt. Uh, 14 out of 15 games for Schobert that he hit double-digit points. Week 5, that's the only game they didn't hit double-digit points. And 4 out of 15 games, he hit 20-plus points. So it wasn't as big of an impact player, you know, as a guy like TJ Watt, who had 9 out of 15 games. But he still balled. And look at his two big games. Uh, week 13. So if you were on the cusp of, like, making the playoffs, he just knocked 45 points for you in that game. It was one of the biggest games from a linebacker all season. Week 16 in your finals, he balled out and had 33 points. So you gotta love that. Jalen Smith, the number seven scoring linebacker in IDP 1-2-3 with 293 points. Someone who I had in my top 10 last year for sure. I, I, I can't even remember what number I had him at. Might have, it was somewhere between six and eight uh, for Dynasty and Redraft. I think I might have had him a little higher in Dynasty than in Redraft. And it was all because of his tackle work. Uh, look at his solos. 89 solo tackles, 178 of his points. at 61%. 65 assisted tackles for 65 points. 22% uh, of his points. So pretty much. All of his points were because of his tackles. I mean, he had five passes defended, five tackle for loss, uh, one and a half sacks, two fumble recoveries, one interception, four QB hits. So really, it was all about his, his solo and assisted tackles. That's where he made all of his money. Played 98% of snaps through week 16, double-digit scoring in 14 of 15 games because he, he's a tackling machine. Week four versus Cleveland, that was the only week that he didn't hit double digits. Now, kind of on the lines of Joe Schobert, where he only had some huge impact games um, a handful of times, four out of 15 games did he hit over 20 plus points. That's still a lot compared to a lot of these random linebackers out there, but we're talking about the best of the best right now. Playoffs though, he was killing it for you. Week 14 through 16, 16 plus points in each game. So you gotta love that. His two big games on the season, week five versus the Giants, 32 points, big time game. And then week two versus Atlanta, 27 points, just balled out. The number eight scoring linebacker this year was Bobby Wagner. And oh man, just, just keeps balling out. He is still gonna be a top 12 linebacker for a few years. It doesn't matter that he's about to be 31 in 2021. Like you just see, he's not gonna drop off in the next couple years. Like if you have him in Dynasty, or even if you're gonna draft him in Dynasty, he's probably not gonna be drafted as a top 12 linebacker. So, I mean, no matter what, you are gonna get him at a good price. 81 solo tackles, 162 points, 56%. 57 solo tackles that's 20 percent of his points i mean that's mostly where his points came from eight passes defended uh three sacks seven tackle for loss 11 qb hits never came off the field that's why he, that that's what makes me think he's just going to be here for years and years 99 percent of snaps played through week 16 Mr. Consistency, the only one on the top 12 list who hit double digits in every single game that he played. Oh, that's the 
Now, the big, big impact play games may not have been there. He only hit 20-plus points in three of 15 games. But he's just so consistent that it doesn't even matter. Wherever you get him this year, it is probably going to be a great price. His top games of the season, Week 8 versus San Francisco, 39 points. Balling. And then Week 4 versus Miami, 25 points. Just great games. The two biggest impact games of the, of the year. He had one more game where he got over 20 points, but just balled out these games and might have even won you these weeks. Darius Leonard, number nine scoring linebacker, 288 points. He was the linebacker one drafted. If you drafted him in Dynasty, you are still okay that you have him. If you drafted him in Redraft, eh, maybe you're a little upset about it. But we're talking about Dynasty, so either way, you're stoked that you have Darius Leonard. Either way, I think he's still the linebacker one uh, right now. 86 solo tackles, 172 points, that's 60% of his points. 46 assisted tackles, that's 16% of his points. Seven passes defended, three sacks, seven tackles for loss, three forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, and three QB hit. Only played 82% of snaps because he missed week five and week six, so that hurt him a little bit in the stats category. If he played those two other games, I mean, he... He probably would be the linebacker one. Like, let's just be real. Like, he's literally all over the place. Double-digit scoring. Let's talk about that because he hit it 12 out of 13 games. Let's not forget. He missed two games. Week four versus Chicago. That was uh, his only game where he didn't hit double-digit scoring other than week five and six when he did not play at all. Big impact plays, though. Six out of 13 games, he went for 20-plus points, so he is always balling. And how about during the playoffs when you need him most? 16-plus points in week 14, 15, and 16. His two big games, because you know he has big impact games. Week 12 versus Tennessee, 35 points. And then week 9 versus Baltimore, 27 points. Darius Leonard is probably going to be drafted as the linebacker one. If you want him, you're going to have to draft him early. Like, don't assume that somebody is not going to draft him because because he was the number nine scoring linebacker, you know, last season and in, in IDP one, two, three scoring. Like, he's going to be, if not the top linebacker drafted, he will be drafted in the top three, hands down, unless your league doesn't know what they're doing. Eric Wilson, someone who I bet a lot of people might be surprised that he is here. The number 10 scoring linebacker in IDP 123, 280 points. He was someone who was a free agent steal for you because he was not drafted in that many leagues because Anthony Barr was the starter. Anthony Barr got hurt in week one. And that's Eric Wilson only played half the snaps in week one. And then boom just kept balling the entire time he's so he's a little bit more well-rounded he is not just you know a solo tackle guy he only came down with 62 solo tackles which is 124 points and 45 percent of his total points 60 assisted tackles so he's still all over the place and had 120 plus uh, total tackles uh that was 60 points 22 percent of his points eight passes defended uh 24 points nine percent three interceptions 18.7 percent three sacks 18.7 percent same thing there eight tackle for losses 16 points six percent had nine qb hits that was three percent of his points two fumble recoveries one forced fumble so he was getting 
getting his money all over the field. He wasn't just a one-trick pony like some of these guys. And I mean, the top 12, yeah, they're all one-trick ponies. All these guys do everything good, but there's only been two guys on this list who were not like solo tackle machines. You know, this is someone who does a little bit of everything very, very well. The one thing I am nervous about is, is Anthony Barr going to come back and just go right back into the role? He got hurt in week one, so he's had a lot of time to rest. And I don't think he's an unrestricted free agent or anything. So this is this is something to monitor. I would not draft Eric Wilson super high. You know, I, I wouldn't be drafting him in a dynasty league as top 10. Top 20, yeah, for sure. I'll take the risk on that because there's going to be some iffy guys, you know, when you start getting around the, the low low teens and high 20s. So I would be looking to take a, take a risk on him there. Uh, he played 97% of snaps, and that's with him only playing 56% of snaps in week one, and then he was a full-time player every week after that. Double-digit scoring in 12 of 15 weeks. you got to love it. Week one versus Cleveland. Week six versus Atlanta. Week eight versus Chicago. Um, I've been reading out who, who didn't give up the top you know, double-digit points. I've read Cleveland's name a couple times. I've read Chicago's name a couple times. So I hope you guys are paying attention to things like that. Six out of 15 games, he hit 20 plus points. So big impact plays, 19 plus points in week 15 and 16. So you gotta love the production coming through in the playoffs. Week nine versus Detroit, 34 points, balling. And then how about week five versus Seattle, 32 points, balling. Uh, two games over 30 points. There's not too many people who have that on this list. So he was a really, really big impact player for Minnesota last year. Dion Jones. So someone who I was pretty high on. I mean, I, I kind of missed because I had him, I want to say number six or seven on my list, but there's a lot of people who didn't even have them in their top 12 in general. So for him to be a top 12 linebacker, really something that not a lot of people thought was going to happen because last couple years he's been hurt and he just hasn't played the entire season and that's hurting him. But he is one of the best sideline to sideline linebackers out there number 11 scoring linebacker 276 points 73 solo tackles so we're getting back to the guys who are putting up a lot of solos 146 points 53 percent of his points 33 assisted tackles it's because when he tackles someone they go down he doesn't need help <laughs> those 33 was he was gang tackling someone on those probably 12 percent 4.5 sacks, 27 points, 10% of his points, nine tackles for loss, 18.7%, six passes defended, 18.7%. So he was getting it from everywhere, 10 QB hits, two interceptions, two TDs. He always has a TD. I, I just, I, I don't think he's ever played a season in the NFL where he didn't have a TD other than that one year when he pretty much missed the entire season. But Hey, he made it up for it here. Two two touchdowns here. So either way, if it was just that one year that he didn't get it, this one balanced the scales. But he is good for one TD every single year. And it's usually an interception that he's running back to the house because he is fast. 97% of snaps for someone who couldn't complete a full 16 games the last couple years, pretty much never came off the field. Gotta love that. Double-digit scoring in 14 of 15 weeks. So, so consistent. Week three versus Chicago. That was the only week he didn't hit it. And there we go. Chicago again. I know I mentioned them a couple times. Big impact plays. He had them. Six out of 15 games. He hit 20-plus points. And in the playoffs, when it matters most, 13-plus points in week 14, 15, and 16. Dude was balling. Week six versus Minnesota, 28 points. And then week 15, Either the first or second week of your fantasy playoffs, 25 points, just getting it in. And now, 
Let's round it out. Number 12 linebacker in IDP 123 scoring, Levante David, the second Buccaneers linebacker that we have had on this list. So you, for everybody who said that Tampa Bay's defense didn't win them that game, they won them that game. Levante David, prime example. Him and Devin White were just ballers. They are stat machines. 274 points. 82 solo tackles that accounted for 164 points, 60% of his point share, 35 assisted tackles, 12 tackle for loss, six pass deflections, three forced fumbles, one and a half sacks, two fumble recoveries, an interception, and three QB hits. He never came off the field, 99% of snaps. He was playing double digit scoring in 14 of 15 weeks versus Chicago is the only week that he didn't hit double digits and him and Devin White didn't hit double digits that game. And if you guys didn't watch the Super Bowl like that closely, Levante David covered Travis Kelsey on literally every snap of that game. Like maybe it was a couple that he didn't and he was doing press coverage on Travis Kelsey. Like this dude is a monster. The Bucks better re-sign him because someone's going to want to pay Levante David a lot of money to come on their squad. So we shall see if it's going to be the money or if it's going to be the ring because Bucks better pay him and pay him good because he is worth it. Big impact plays, he's got them. Five out of 15 games, 20 plus points. 10 plus points in weeks 14 through 16. So he kind of slowed down a little bit. I think Devin White, like... He just took a lot of his points those weeks, let's be honest, because Devin White was balling during those weeks. And his two big weeks of the year, week six versus Green Bay, 29 points, big, big time plays. Uh, week 11 versus the Rams, 26 points. So just completely balling, completely balling. Levante David, whether he is on the Bucks or he is on another team, lock him in to be a top 12 linebacker next year. Give me a hell yeah! We made it to the end, 420 crew. Go ahead and get it, because you deserve it. Final thoughts. Don't forget, if you don't play in an IDP league yet, you need to get into one this year. What? If you don't play in an IDP league, get into one this year. What? <laughs> I love that button. That's the first thought. Second thought is a lot of these guys who are on this list have a very good shot of repeating a lot of it has to do with the tackles. And I know that solo tackles aren't the end all be all, but if you look at all 12 guys on this list, I mean, there's only a couple who weren't like, you know, solo tackle guys. There's a couple guys who could break through guys like TJ Watt. I don't know if Eric Wilson's going to top uh, the top 12 again, if Anthony Barr is coming back and cutting into his time at all. But if he's getting 90 plus percent of snaps, you know, he'll, he'll be there for sure. Just be on the lookout, guys, because I got all my videos, you know, that are going to drop. So we're doing the linebackers first. We got the DBs coming, and then we got the D-line coming third. And then I'm going to be getting into offensive positions, and then I'm going to be circling back around, and then I'm going to be coming back, and I'm going to be doing part two for all of the defensive, for all the IDP positions, because I know everybody does offense. Offense is easy to find, but I'm going to make sure to put more emphasis in IDP this year because I'm doing my best to bring IDP to the norm and let's get it. 
We got our Dynasty League that's starting right now. So get ready because we're going to be posting videos, uh, round recap. So we're going to be starting with round one. Who knows when that when that'll happen? Maybe it'll be a couple days or something. We still haven't even had one pick. Uh, people in this league are literally all over the world, so that's pretty awesome. So if you are trying to get into a dynasty league, connect with a community of people that are just hardcore about fantasy football. Like it's not just the leagues that I'm the commissioner of that are happening because of this because of this community that I'm building. So it's a community along with the fantasy football advice. Like, I mean, there's so much things that are going. I have two separate discords. I have one that's strictly for Patreon and YouTube members. Uh, Patreon, that's fantasyfootballhustler.com. If you're not a YouTube member, just go ahead and join, guys. Just get it in. Five bucks a month, you get the little weed membership badge on there. Literally the dopest membership badge that you can have on YouTube. Nobody is doing it like me, okay? Because I'm really repping it for the 420 crew. And you already know how we get down. So let's get it, guys. Thanks for joining. Be on the lookout for the next videos. I appreciate you guys fantasyfootballhustler.com. Let's go get in some leagues together. And I'm the commissioner and I'm going to be in pretty much all these leagues that I'm doing. I may be co-commissioner in a couple, but I'm a fantasy degenerate. And I know a lot of the people who are on YouTube uh, giving fantasy advice are not fantasy degenerates and don't do this full time. So that's one reason why you want to stick with your boy. Plus we keep it fun on the live streams. Like nobody else does. So Make sure you subscribe if you're not subscribed yet. And make sure you go follow me everywhere on social media. Go check it out. Links are in the description. And don't forget, guys, we got some sponsors for the show. So check them out in the description of the video. We got Thrive Fantasy. They're giving away some free money. So go get it. Go download the app and go use my promo code. If you're addicted to fantasy, get into some fantasy basketball, okay? They got daily stuff going on in there. It's all cool contests. Go check it out. Use my promo code FFHustler420. Link, uh, links in the description. Promos in the description. And if you guys are all about the CBD like I am, True Root CBD, you got to go check it out, guys. They are hooking the 420 crew up. Use my promo code FFHustler420, and they're going to give you 20% off. You guys saw it like two months ago, you know, when I got the free samples and stuff. I've literally gone and ordered some more. This, uh, the roller, I know you might not be able to see it too well, but this is freaking awesome. Like I know that there's some, you know, you get the cream and you put it on and all that, you know, and now it's on my fingers. Now I got to, you know, do something, uh, not get it on my keyboard or my phone or anything, but this is super dope because it's literally just a roll on huge tube. So this has three fluid ounces and usually what I'm seeing out there, I see one ounce, I see two ounce a lot. This is one of the bigger bottles that I've seen. So make sure you go check it out, truerootcbd.com. Link's in the description, promo code's in the description. They're hooking all the 420 crew up with 20% off. So go check it out, guys. Get it in. Peace out. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my Profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies.
Okay, let's go smoke that joint.